Hello everybody and welcome to WTS 202. My name is Danny Murray. I'm Graham Merrigan, how are you? Oh, I'm very good Graham, I'm very very good. Just mad busy, mad busy and I just thought, you know, with the world being as mad as it is, there is only one person that we could possibly turn to for survival advice, but also to encapsulate the madness that we're all living in. And who is that? It's the one and only Tom the Bear O'Mahony. <laughs> Graham Erdogan is laughing straight off the bat, which means Tom O'Mahony must be on the line. Tom, you beautiful <laughs> bastard, yeah. It's great to see you. <laughs> oh man, I'm just delighted to be seeing people's faces, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, just like I said, we didn't even have to record this. We could have just done this amongst each other, just saying hello and hanging around with each other, just virtually holding yeah. hands. You just wanted a chat, yeah. was it, Tom? You wanted to reconnect with society. Yeah, quite literally. Like I, I said, all I'm looking at is fucking badgers and pheasants and fucking the odd deer, and I can't shoot any. All the cunts are out of season. I can't shoot any of them. It's like it's going to a titty bar and looking through the window. You know what I mean? Like it's it's no good. <laughs> Merlo, did you get banned from places for doing that before? I did not withdraw that remark. <laughs> Tom, you look tired. As, as fatherhood brought on tiredness. I, do you know what? I'm fucking... No, it hasn't. He's, I, I, I'm, I, can say, I can say this to you, but like any woman I say, when they go, is he a sleeper? I go, well, yeah. What the fuck else do you expect him to be like? And they go, is he sleep, does he sleep at night? I'm like, yeah. He sleeps for 12 hours solid at night. And apparently the women then hate me because of that. It's like, no, you're a fucking dose. Your child is a dose. It happens that fucking way. If you're not a dose, your child won't be a fucking dose. <laughs> and I'm an expert now, lads, because I have a child. Do you know? Just saying. Yeah. This, this is it. This is it. How, how is uh, life as a father? It's grand. It's great. It's actually great crack. Um for the first while, you're like anybody who's going, oh my God, I fell in love. My, my life. Yes, typically women are, but any bloke that's honest will go, no, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I, you just go into mission mode for the first two months going, like, will he die? Like every two seconds. That's essentially it. So it's like having a terrapin or something. You just don't know what the fuck to be doing. Like, and then when things level out after a while, then. You're kind of going, yeah, no, this is all right. He's fucking good crack. Look, he's smiling. And as a comedian, my ego needs him to smile at me. So <laughs> whether he, whether he's already learned that or not, I guess he has. He's picked up going, I'm not even finding this going funny, but I'm just going to fucking smile at him. Just fucking get him out of my face. My, my friend actually in uh, Australia, Dino, uh, my best mate. Uh, shout out to Dino. His, Sorry, his, what was that, Graham? Dino? You're what? Oh, jeez. You're what? Domestic. My second, my second best mate. Thank you. Yeah, he's in Melbourne and his other half just had a baby recently. Valentine's Day, actually. And uh, Dino's was really like, uh, on the lead up to it, he was joining these boards, like wi- uh, uh, women, uh, what was it, like a, a 24-hour hotline for women who were pregnant. And he was joining them because he wanted to get up to date with all the, you know, the planning and and to be prepared when the, the, the baby was born. He's just a mad lad, right? So then the baby was born. And I was talking to him there last week. And I said, oh, how are you getting on? He says, oh, the nerves are gone. He says, Shona went out to the shops and I was looking after the kid. And then I thought he died. So I had to ring the 24-hour hotline and talk to a woman. <laughs> the woman had to tell me that, yeah, he was okay. And that, that I thought he was dead. <laughs> Wait, can, let's, right, there's, there's a couple of things on that conversation that I want to loop back to. Um, 
Firstly, uh, why is he why is he on twenty four hour hotlines? Like, is that do they cost a lot of money? And he's just saying it's a pregnancy thing. Is he just looking to talk to women? Second no. of all, right, is a babe station? Is he ringing babe station? That's what I'm getting at, right? I would say it's probably babe like station. first thought, like first fucking yeah. thought, right? Tw- 24-hour hotline for ringing women. We all know what that is, right? The Sky Freeview and all yeah. that crack, right? Then the other side of it is, if 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 you think your baby's dead, and Tom, you might want to write this down, mate. If you think your baby's dead, the first person you call shouldn't be Sandra on Babe Station. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might that ring. Is, that is. I might ring nine 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 before yeah. I ring. He's a panicker you know. though. He was thinking I'm looking after a new a new human now. I don't know this human, and he's making me think that he's dead. No, I, to be I, honest, I mean, like if you're going to be a panicker, if you're going to be a panicker, like I this is and this is no joke. I said anybody that's asking me this and maybe thinking about having children, have a fucking dog or a couple of fe- first. It's it's a per and people get insulted. Go, Excuse me, are you saying your baby's dog? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> kind of, you know. In fact, to be the fair, the shit outside Carpass, the Yonfla did. You know what I mean? <laughs> it took a month for me to teach him. It took the dog away. <laughs> to be fair, as well, your your dog looks like a sophisticated elderly gentleman. Your dog's very, <laughs> yeah, it's like an aristocrat. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you see. I do think I'm better than all you people because I live in a nice part of the country now. So you know, you you look down at me for long enough because I was a, a redneck from Tipperary, but I'm I'm a posh person now. So. Kiss my hole. I have an aristocratic fucking dog. My dog is better than everybody. <laughs> Tom, how are you coping with the pandemic? Asher, look, I'm all right. Like, like, uh, listen, guys, I won't lie. I'm fucking loving it. Uh, this is uh, what I've been preparing for my whole fucking life. This is why I keep guns. This is why I've been fucking stockpiling. I'm just going. No, to be honest, no, it's a fucking dose because every bit of work got pulled. Every as soon as Leo stood on those steps and washed and went anything over a hundred people is cancelled. And within an hour, I got a fucking about fourteen phone calls of fourteen different projects and stuff I was involved in, and all went stop, stop fucking everything. That's it, stop, stop. So that's a that's a dose. But we are lucky; we live just outside Dublin, out the countryside. Um, so it's grand in that sense. Like you can physically go out and have a fucking bit of a walk around the fields if you really have to. Like, but to have no fucking project slash work, pain in the hoop. So, so what do the days consist of now? Are you are you like just banking a load of material, or is it literally you're sitting there being like, is this what is this what it's like to be just a scrounger? What what is this? I have been pulling the fucking iron off myself, to be honest with you, Danny, just yeah. trying to get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my fourth best friend, Graham, does that quite a bit. <laughs> they, no, I, do you know what? I've been actually banking a lot of material. Getting, I've actually, I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to run out of stuff to do, but there was a load of stuff like fucking content that I would be, that I didn't know how to fucking create in the way of video and just chopping up. I had a ton of fucking stand-up videos that I want to put out. So that's been kind of, what I've been up to the last week and a half, but I see that I'm I'm a, I'm very quick at becoming a fucking expert, shall I say? So, <laughs> looks like I'm probably going to have that sorted in the next couple of days. After that, I'm probably just going to start breaking things in the car so I can try and fucking fix them again. Or uh, I'm what, just going to go on a fucking 
going to go on a rampage and just start shooting a load of people just to fucking get that fucking rage out because genuinely my next question was at what point did the guns come out Tom so yeah I'm glad I'm glad you got to that very, very quickly yeah 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 just just taking pot shots why not fuck it just see what see what happens I'll make the fucking news if nothing else that's true That's and to be honest with you I thank you for it because I'm sick of seeing coronavirus headlines so I mean you know win win yeah Win win, but Ara to look, it's kind of suck it up to fuck. There are way worse things when we actually had the last recession and there was zero fucking work going on and no prospect of it. At the minute, everybody's in the same fucking boat. So at least mentally, you can kind of go, look, we're all kind of fucked. And yeah. we've all got decent enough internet connections now. So, you know, it's fuck. That's a, without without the internet, I think we'd be fucked. Some of us would be fucked. Ah, there'd be lads chewing the fucking architrave and off the door and every fucking thing. <laughs> Imagine you'd have to go to the wank band so often, like thinking of him. Instead of trying to, ha- imagine if you didn't have a good memory or a good imagination. Oh my god, you'd just be rubbing yourself off the corner of the sofa and everything. Just fuck it. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Uh, yeah, I mean, the the in- the internet definitely is uh, is is helpful at times like these. Leave that oh, there, lads. You'd be fucking lost without, like, you'd be absolutely lost. Without. I don't know what we'd fucking do, like, and it's kind of like a shit Christmas, isn't it? You know what I mean? Where the pubs, you can't go to the fucking pubs, but at the same time, you don't. You've got a great excuse for not visiting cunts that you don't want to visit either, though. So you know, it's swings and roundabouts and but, but, something outside. While while you were putting um the 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 darling boy to to sleep there, Tom, and I don't mean choking him out, I mean yeah. you're putting him to bed because people might worry about that. Although the speed at which he yeah. went down, you probably did choke him out, to be fair. Um, but while, while, <laughs> while you were doing that, myself and Mero were actually just saying that it's kind of like a shit Christmas in the sense of, like, you're not 100% sure what day it is. You don't really know what the fuck is going on. And every time you enter the kitchen, you leave with biscuits and tea in your hand. Every time. Yeah. yeah so Every fucking Like, I, I don't know, lads. I'm, I'm, in one sense, I'm loving the pandemic living. You know what I mean? I'm 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 not getting dressed in the mornings. I don't have to, you know, not have to worry about that. And you know, like I haven't had a haircut in about six weeks, and I'm fine with that. You know, I mean, this is life now. I've accepted it. Yeah, guys, I am fucking nude from the waist down, and we all three are <laughs> having a normal conversation. So you know, there are fucking major wins. We have need to take the positives out of all these situations. You know what I mean? It's true. It's true. The one negative yourself and myself have, Mara's going to switch off for a minute or two here now, though, is the lack of rugby. Although the lack of sport, Graham, right? We'll broaden this out for you. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I mean, fucking Six Nations goes by the wayside. Champions Cup oh. has gone by the wayside. Fucking everything has gone by the wayside. Even even Khabib, Tony fucking Ferguson has gone by the way. Like, I mean, is it, is very that man, is it, I thought we were fighting in a fucking hay barn in fucking Uzbekistan or something. <laughs> 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 the two boys having a scrap outside of Chipper and Maher I felt that fight was not just never meant to happen oh stop yeah they're saying oh no September but between now and September Tony Ferguson will either get abducted by fucking aliens or he'll reveal himself to be one so America's got the fucking ears man if that man stood out in a fucking heavy wind he'd, be, he'd end up in fucking Roscommon have you seen the fucking ears on him <laughs> No, cauliflower ears don't go that way. They don't fucking go out like fucking car doors. Like, what the fuck is going on? Get him sorted, lad. Yeah, he 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 does look like a fucking DeLorean. In fairness, but um, 
I just, I, I don't know. I, I see. It's the only fight that I like. I really want to see. Like, I just, I fucking need to see it at this point. America's and, uh, riddle, though, isn't it? So September's very like optimistic, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, everything's so you're optimistic. At this point. There, like, you're talking about twenty million people in in fucking LA. You know, nine or ten million in New York. You know, so. Yeah, we're yeah. kind of fucking blessed here that the biggest city we have, being the capital, is spread out quite well too. Like, you know what I mean? We're not, you know, it's not come apartment block after apartment block. So I suppose in that sense, yeah. we might come out, but we'll have to just shut the fucking, we'll just have to shut the, the ports and airports though. That's the only thing keep them out the fuck. Well, that's if, if if future president Conor McGregor is anting to go, boy, he's already called for that. Did you see that video? Oh my God. I did. I did. <laughs> But within like ten seconds, somebody had sent me on. Somebody had sent me on. Did you see the other one that somebody did the voiceover of every famous video ever of somebody talking to camera? It was of you know Paddy the Pint Man, forty five pints. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah. is glorious. Somebody I never made I it over seen about it, no. fucking Ah, uh, just go to. Uh, do you follow a uh, father page on Instagram? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's on that, is it? Yeah, they had. They had it up this morning, yeah. And it's just, it starts off with big deep breath from Connor and he starts off with his bullshit or whatever and the next thing, I wouldn't be fond of drinking, but what I do, I do go well and off. And it was just, mwah, mwah. I, I see the Boris Johnson one. No. Oh, I did when he came out the door, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just Boris- fits in beautifully everywhere, like. Yeah, the Boris Johnson one's brilliant. I did think yeah, the McGregor Boris thing was cringy, but at the same time, like I think to his teenage fans, it might, oh, absolutely. It might be effective. Yeah, absolutely. He was the perfect bloke. He was the perfect foil because they won't listen to a fella in a suit. Like, no, it's it's he was perfect to get for it. Like, um, and he's you know what I mean. He's a he's a good speaker, albeit you're kind of going uh, here, but you know, given. <laughs> Given his fucking, if it was anybody else, any other sports star went that gusto, you'd probably go, oh, fair play. But because he's been a bit of a maggot in the past, you know, you kind, we you, we all kind of stick our tongue in our cheek, going, would you stop? But you're spot on. The youngsters go, you know, those youngsters who dream of having a sleeve tattoo and a fucking waistcoat. You know them cunts. And <laughs> who, who don't drink pints, they drink gin when they're out because they don't want to put on weight in case they want to make weight even though they're not in any fighting club or anything like that. Um, to them, fucking langers, like they, you'll be perfect. That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Like, um, I just, I like, I watching it. Well, I don't necessarily disagree. You're 100 right, Tom, in terms of like any other sports person or any other notable celeb, and you'd probably be like now be someone speaking sense but because he's a bit of a wanker you, you kind of just go come on to fuck you would you and also it's I, I get the feeling I get the feeling before he fucking launches into it he's just watched like a Mel Gibson Braveheart <laughs> yeah or Rocky or something yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he didn't have to like, go full Full metal jacket on it either. Like there was a small bit of aratona down there. So, but the big, but well, he's a cartoon character. Like his car- character is a cartoon character. He'll fit in perfect in wrestling. Like, do you know what I mean? So, it, it's you very can, true. You can, there was elements. You know what I mean? So he knows his fucking audience. Like, it isn't us that are gonna fucking pay his wages. Like, you know, it's it's young lads who are buying his t-shirts and shit like that. So, 
he's play, he is playing yeah. the character perfectly. And and now it seems like Pascal Donahue was going to be born in his team. Did you see that? You fucking slipping no. into the Connor's DMs and then yeah. Yeah, Pascal Donahue DM'd Conor McGregor on Twitter. McGregor screen grabs it and his fucking essay like response to the Minister for Finance <laughs> and literally just has this fucking like script of a thing. It's it's just a bizarre world we're living in. It's the entire bizarre, team is just like, turned into a simulation. It's in the last Paddy Day when uh, Leo ended up in a uh, Paddy Zay Parade in America and Conor was at the same parade and Leo released a statement saying Conor wasn't representing Ireland. And then a year later, you have Pascal Donoghue, I am and I'm slipping into his DMs, <laughs> asking him to influence his, his fans. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, there you go. There you go. Like, I mean, you, it's, it's, he does have that kind of power. So, fuck it. They can all, they're politicians. They'll do whatever fucking needs to be, you know, whatever will get them through the next fucking day. Doesn't yeah. it? They've no loyalty to anything. Whatever gets them through to the next day. True. Well, you think, you think yeah. your, your sports, you have a pain your whole not watching sports. I just did a podcast just before this with Alan Gwynlan. Now, there's a man who fucking loves rugby. And he's he's gone out of his yeah. fucking tits at the minute. Like. Come here, is he still wearing mittens or what's the story? <laughs> I know, yeah. I, know. I, I got every fucking embarrassing question out to him, bar the fucking mittens. But in fairness, he's a fast fucker, like. So he would have had some story. It's, it's, do you know why? See, Quinlan is, is straight up. He'll tell you. Some fuckers were probably paying him a thousand euros to fucking wear those mittens. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, quite possibly. But I, I was more so just after he fucking gouged the eyes off Leo Cullen. I've never forgiven him. So uh, that's, that's uh, I, Listen, I hope he, was he a, did have get you money. Seen, have you seen the ratio of, of Leo's face? He was aiming for his fucking ears <laughs> and ended up in his eyes. <laughs> That man looks like he was put together by Van Gogh. He's so ugly, he could be a fucking modern masterpiece. Oh my sweet Jesus Christ. I mean, rugby doesn't do you, much for the beauty of men. Like, is, Have you ever seen him? What is he talking about? No, what are you talking uh, about? Leo Cullen. Leo, you know Leo Cullen? Yeah. The the Leinster head coach. Yeah, right. So in 2009, was it the Heineken Cup? It was semi-final, wasn't it? In 2009. Uh, yeah. Alan Quinlan. Alan Quinlan basically... I gouged Leo Cullen and then uh, like it was fucking nasty looking now um, but ultimately it cost him a spot on the Lions tour and everything um, so it was a bit of a shit show for Quinlan um, but just because of the whole Leinster Munster thing and because I'm an awful cunt I like to just bring it up whenever anybody brings up Alan Quinlan all right. that's all Graham yeah. fair enough now you're up to speed now Graham um, there you are didn't think yeah. I gouged him took place in rugby but anyway it does, yeah. Uh, it does occasionally. <laughs> it, does, it does occasionally, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just... Um, I don't know, in fairness to Quinlan, I I quite like him uh, these days now that he's not on a rugby field and he's just talking sense. Uh, he's, one, he's one of the better kind of guys covering the sport, to be fair. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, even he was saying to himself, like, everybody grows up. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody gets better at what they're supposed to be doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like... Even he was saying, he goes, right now, if I if I was, if I was, you know, me, like a, a childhood me with the, what I know now, I'd probably want to be a pro golfer more than anything. You know what I mean? He says, that's, so that's 10 years ago. If you said that to me, he says, I would have laughed into your fucking face. So mm. he, that, he was kind of standing outside himself and going, yeah, listen, we were just bred to be fucking mad cunts. And that's we, we for what we what we lacked in probably 
you know, ability or whatever we made up for in aggression and fucking dominance. Like, so that shit spills over every so often. Yeah, well, that, that's that, uh, well, well, that's it. That, that that entire kind of monster pack and that monster, the monster forward line from kind of, you know, that that era. You had himself, Leamy O'Connell. O'Callaghan, yeah. like they were, they, they were all fucking Peter Klahasi, try to get the claw, all just yeah. fucking lunatics, like yeah. ferociously fucking scary people, like you know, you mm. you throw John Hayes into the fucking mix there as well, like you know, yeah, John Hayes, oh, you forget John fucking Hayes, you know, Merno's disappeared there, he's had enough of the rugby. Yeah, where's Merno after going to that fucker? Oh, this is rugby. He actually. His, his own Skype actually went, I can't listen to this shit, and fucked off out of it. Yeah, so he's abandoned, he's abandoned ship just because we're talking about rugby. For fuck's sake, Mero. Are you there, Mero? Oh, hang on, hang on. No, I think he is, actually. Hang on a second. Is he, is he gone? He's, yeah. He is, he's actually gone. He's <laughs> enough. That is, that is outrageous, Carney on Graham. American. The amount of times I've tolerated, I've had Shamrock Rovers people on this podcast and everything, oh. and the slightest sniff of rugby, and he goes, you know what, this isn't the boat I want to be on. You open the door just for a moment, because he knows that's what you need to talk about, like, and the next thing's fucking slammed it in your face. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, it's 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 a shit situation now in terms of, um, like, there's, there's just nothing, like, there's just no prospect of any. Like, I, I was kind of going, ah, right, we'll lose the Six Nations, but sure, at least we'll have, yeah, well, I mean, I'd like take the Six Nations over a fucking Heineken Cup any day, but but at the same time, and then even the Pro 14 went, and then the AIL went, and I was like, ah, here. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I found myself yeah, watching yeah. old fucking matches and everything now just to put myself in a good mood, like. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to try to get something going, like. Uh, I think this fucker is just. I, I, maybe it's the internet in Ballybrack. Somebody's finally robbed it. His connection was shit. I could see him for most of it. His connection was so bad, like. Yeah, he. Uh, I would imagine he had a hint of. I'd imagine it's overloaded. I'd say that's the problem. I, I wouldn't be surprised, man. Yeah, at the moment, because everybody's fucking using this and FaceTime and Graham Merrigan unavailable. What's he at? Yeah, man, it's fucking crazy. Like, everybody's fucking just. There's nothing else to do, I suppose. But like, there's no book on. Well, there's, no, there's no book on this. We know what to do every time at Christmas, like you know what I mean. But we, there's no book for this. Like, what the fuck do you do, like? Yeah. True. True. Yeah. That's it's just a fucking other world we're living in. Um, are, you, are you working from home or yeah? But I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. Like our, our entire office is fucking gone. And um, okay. hang on, now he's texting me here. His Wi-Fi is gone. He said he's trying to get back into the call. Hang on now till we see if we can fucking solve this. Good stuff, man. How did the first one go? It was good. It was good, yeah. I mean, there's it's it's a tough enough old sell because of the name. So we're actually cha- shortening yeah. the name to Just Caveman because it kind of, it suggested it's putting women on the back feet and women actually buy most tickets going to the theatre. Like. So oh, it, okay, yeah, you yeah. Know, so about 80% of tickets are bought by women. So it's, it, but it's actually, it's not a slag on women at all, really. If anything, it kind of, it's a bit of crack with the women, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's all well in Port Leash. That's mad, like. Yeah, what was it, the Dem Dem Ace Theatre or whatever the fuck it's called, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a nice little theatre. Nice little theatre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many days did you end up doing on the first one? Twenty. So, so decent enough run, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, like this, and in fairness, the production company that own it 
um, did it was kind of only really a fucking took it and see because this was the year they were planning on going hard at it, you know. So because yeah. they they own they bought uh, Friends the Party musical, they bought they own Menopause one and two, and they own three or four ones that basically sell out two thousand seaters fucking all over the, the UK. You know, yeah, yeah. Like it's the Friends one sold out the board gosh in four minutes. Seen that? Well, I didn't know it was four minutes, but I seen it sold out all right. Yeah, yeah it's sold out. Like. Now he's puts he put serious twine behind it, like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. The set alone has cost him over a hundred grand, like you know. Jesus. And then you do you two you two trucks full time going around with that? Maybe another four or five lads all the time on tech. You know, it's fucking hell, man. Yeah. Serious operation, and you've a cast maybe of five or six then. Yeah, I remember fucking Paul Howard saying it to us all right that like one of the main reasons that the like the stuff that he does like Copper's the musical and the Russell Carroll Kelly stuff and all that the main reason it doesn't travel is just because the fucking cost like the cost and just the manpower is required to fucking get those things yeah. off and in a truck and in down from another location and fucking set it up get the actors down rig it all up that's why he's just like it's not worth it. So I think I think he's done the one man show in a couple of places because like you know one man show is a little bit easier obviously but like Poppers is going touring all right but you see they did the right thing what they did was they did like a, a like twenty dates in Dublin and then yeah world knew about it then like you know but they're still but only, he, I, even at that it's it's off the back of doing nearly fucking what it had three runs of about twenty thirty shows and, oh, yeah. and only then is it only then is it going around because they're like right fuck it we know the demand is there and we'll get yeah. people you'll get you'll get repeat custom as well with that you know a bit like oh you know back in the day oh yeah um, when people would have traveled up from the country to see it so now it's going 100 man it's now it's going to park and and limerick so you know those people yeah, go, oh, yeah yeah and we'll go see it again like yeah yeah fucking it's like fucking serious admiration for anybody in that game like because fuck me did like even just looking at the amount of effort that goes into just getting things right before you pull the curtain up, like, holy oh, man. fuck, man. I was a simple one-man show, and there was still, all in, all told, there was still six people were full-time involved in it, like. Jesus. You know, like, and it was, there was a, a five-week period where we were rehearsing beforehand as well, like. It's, uh, and then... The, the, the panto stuff as well like is there much similarities between kind of the the whole thing is it literally just prep is more or less the same and then it's just you're, you're singing songs and dancing in tights as opposed to doing the comedic shit like it, no it's 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 actually um it's it's a lot less intense the panto because I, I especially this particular panto because talking with the likes of Johnny Ward and stuff who's worked for the Olympia mm. for years and he went man like you put no creative twist on anything at all they're on your fucking cave it's just a fucking slog he says because he came down to us in limerick he says this is a fucking joy he says we're getting paid the same fucking money and he says nobody's on your fucking case about anything he says, like when stuff is funny in the moment and you're, yeah. you're on stage with somebody like the two of us could could throw a line back and forth now you know the actors you can't the people who have their fucking lines and they're sticking to them and they nail them every time but there's myself and Ward were able to have a, a bit of crack, you know, to, a few times. And he says, yeah. if it was the Olympia, there'd be a fellow waiting in the wings. He was saying the boss man, whoever his name is, would be waiting in the wings with a clipboard going, the fuck do you think you're doing? Even though it oh, got a big laugh, yeah, you know. So he was saying that just fucking torture. But 
down in Limerick then. And I, I essentially played me. <laughs> just, you know, I don't... <laughs> I do very little in the way of singing. I do very little, just a minimum amount of singing because while I may be able to sing in a pub at fucking two in the morning, these people are all trained, very yes. good singers. So what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah, you know? yeah. But they allow me then yeah. to re- kind of write my script, do you know? Gotcha, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, like fucking, and what, three years now? Oh, look oh, at he's fucking back. this. He's back. Jesus he turned off Pornhub. That's all he did. He turned off Pornhub. Fucking found <laughs> I can't see Danny. Oh, yeah. Can't see Danny can't against... see You're actually I... really clear this time. I can see you, Tom. I, I can't... can't see Danny. I can't see you, Meryl. At all. It's just it's just like your initials showing up in a little circle. I can see the sweat on Christie's brow over your shoulder. That's how <laughs> good how clear it is now. Before you looked like a fucking a badly streamed porn site from fucking the nineteen nineties. There was, was dial up and everything coming up. <laughs> the Wi Fi just Mer- dropped. Mer- the Wi Fi dropped as we start talking about Ruby. Yeah, listen, we all know Gordon <laughs> Rochford, and he's going to make a fucking episode out of that one. Oh, oh yeah. Hell yeah. The yeah, yeah. Wi Fi dropped. Yeah, Graham, just for that now, just for that now, we're going to extend. We've been chatting away here for the last few minutes. And uh, we're not going to tell you what we we're talking about. You'll have to listen back to the podcast to find out, Graham. Come here, do you remember? So that's Tom, what you get now. Tom, we interviewed uh, your mum, Paul Devani. Was that his name, Dan- Danny? Sorry, sorry. Hang on, hang on a second, Graham. We're not talking talk about rugby. No, but uh, I, I want to tell I Tom. <laughs> we interviewed him, uh, Tom, and I was gone for ten minutes. Yeah. And uh, the two lads didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry, somebody did notice, but just chose to keep going like a professional. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I, I don't wheel out on interviews, man. Oh, good pun. Oh, Jesus Christ! I hate. I love this domestic. I could just listen to you two fucking bitches just have a go. <laughs> this Are you on a sofa? We, we... Huh? You on a sofa? I have my own little fucking caboose here. I have a little office space that I do fucking podcasting in. So I have a nice little uh, armchair here. I need my fucking enjoyments. Don't fucking take that away from me, Graham. Jesus I'm Christ. Just asking. I am. I am. Yeah. No, I have my own little spot here in the house. In, in, Isolation's in, gone straight to your head for fuck's sake. Come here. I've been fucking isolated my whole fucking life. This is this is right up my street. I'm ready for this shit. Do you know what I mean? There's a part of my brain that I've been fucking storing away and haven't revealed to the public. That I am now, I'm wandering through fucking just happiness at the moment because this is where yeah. I'm meant to be. Danny was telling me ages ago to watch uh, Doomsday Preppers on Netflix. I'd oh, say I love they, it. I'd say they are loving life at the moment. There's a fella, there's a fella down in Wicklow that I, I actually wanted to get on the podcast, but the two two times we talked, he was away or whatever. And is this Frank? Uh, is it Frank? Is his name? I I can't remember. I just emailed him, and he was from, all about from the or, from the yeah, from the Irish survivalists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be. We're we're the same. We're supposed to have we're supposed to have him on three times, and every single time we've tried, something's happened, and it's not like twice it was their fault, not his at all. Like, and and fucking, I'm snapping because it would oh. be great content. Fucking now. Fucking right, it would. Oh my god, but. Yeah. Do you know these? I remember they were on the late late, and it might have been him and a couple of more. And they were making, they were kind of making a fucking show of him. You know that kind of way. They were, they were smirking. Oh, Tuberty or whoever it was at the time was making a fucking show of him. Going now, in fairness, 
your man was selling himself up the river, whoever he was, he was selling himself right. up the river. You know, he'd all his, he was, you know, he, all his terminology sounded fucking mad. So right. rather than actually putting somebody out front, say like the Bear Grylls who can talk well about this stuff and all the rest of it, your man did sound like a mad punt, tinfoil hat wearing <laughs> stuff like, but so they were smirking like he was Jim Core and everybody was liz- lizards, you know, but what your man was saying was like in two fucking seconds, lads, it only takes one strain of the fucking flu to wipe us all out. Like, and you can't go around. And he was so right. And this is, isn't, this is minimal to what could happen. Like, do you know, isn't right. Does it, there, there's a part of me, right. That is not, not a prepper as such, right. But there's a part of me that has almost been fucking praying for something like this. So, right. A few people have actually tweeted us over the last little while, being like, and I'm not doing this to, to blow me own horn, not pawn horn related ground. Don't press record. Of course, you're blowing your own horn watching. with it. Right. You, you were you were loving it, sending me the screen grab of a of a fanboy moment. Absolutely, I was just just so you know that there are people out there listening to podcasts are me and me alone, and I want that noted. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, uh, but way back, way way back, right? So we had a guy called Colonel Randall Larson on, what? Uh, who. Yeah, right. He's ex-American Air Force, and he now works in the Center for Disease Control in America. Right, he worked with the guy who eradicated smallpox, and he's an expert in like disease prevention and all this kind of thing. Right? Yeah. Fucking mad thing, absolute mad thing. But we had him on, and he had said it as well. But eleven episodes before we had him on saying it, I was sitting here, well, sitting in belly bracket or whatever, saying, "Lads, it's not a war we need to worry about." It's a big old fucking flu that's going to get us. And that was, what, three and a half years ago, Grant? And here we are today. And lads, a Panic Boy and Jack's role. And absolutely fucking... Actually, I'd say you don't need the Panic Boy and Jack's role, Tom. I'd say you just know what leaf to use, do you? Lads, I've been using the corner of the sofa since I was 12. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Give it for breeze afterwards, fine. Tell yeah, no, yeah. It, that definitely wasn't something that stressed me out. No, no, no. Um, no, no, panic, panic, panic points, right. But yeah, so like, the, like, there's a part of me that those prepper lads, I'm fascinated by them, you see. I'm just fucking fascinated by these lads who have like 20 years worth of tinned foods and then two bottles of water and they think that's the way to go. Like, amateur, this, just, this, that's half the show. It's brilliant fucking editing, too. Like, they know the mad fucking yeah. yokes. Like, like, there's rarely one of them on it that knows what the fuck they're doing. Like, because they wouldn't come on the show. You know what I mean? They yeah, would. True. True. Like it's a, it's always some fucking space cadet who's tried to build a fucking castle up in the woods or something like, or some fucking. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Some Did you see the one where your man had a fucking uh, an ex-military missile silo? He had bought a fucking missile silo, and he brings this girl on his first date to the thing, oh, and stop. she's like, "Sit the down like fucking two, three hundred feet underground into this fucking <laughs> just abandoned silo," and your one's like. Um. So, like, will people know we're down here? I clearly being like, you're going to kill me and leave me here, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. And then he shows her. He's like, oh yeah. Do, do you want to see? Do you want to see how I get water? And it's essentially like fucking just a million gallons of rainwater that's just scattered at the bottom of where like the missile would be. And he's like, yeah. So then I just put a bottle down there, I retrieve the water, and then put it through this filtration system, and it's a bag of fucking sand. Oh it's yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. He's just, and he's just like, yeah, and that's me, set now. That's, uh, you know, that that's me. And everyone's like, that's great. Can we can we go back up to the outside world now? This is like fucking terrifying. 
They're just lunatics, man. They're all the lunatics. But sure, this is the fucking thing. That all these fucking absolute knob jockeys. And they all seem to have owl lads with dyed hair. I don't know what the fuck it is. But you're going, right, you take cunt. They all have this fucking spot out the country. And you're like, yeah, but you live 150 fucking miles away from it. Do you own yeah. a helicopter as well, you stupid space cadet? How about you just <laughs> buy... You just buy a small property that has a fucking river and stop pissing into a fucking snake's ear to fucking drain it. Do you know, what are you fucking, like, what are you fucking doing? It was for, it was not for that re- I joked about it with ourselves that that's why we moved out the country, like, but it, there was, <laughs> I definitely did have, I had, I think we talked about it on the last episode, I think we, um, I do, I do have claustrophobic issues. But that's because I grew up in a place where you could shoot a bullet in any direction, not hit anybody. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's herself has had to get used to that. <laughs> it's it's uh, I I don't know those those, those prepper boys though are something fucking else, man. They really are like they're just. as a whole? would there be many in Ireland? Nah, there wouldn't be because there isn't the, the call for it because we don't own automatic weapons. So there isn't yeah. that fucking fear. You know what I mean? That that fear isn't there because we don't walk around with sidearms. We don't have automatic weapons at home under the fucking bed. It's stringent yeah. to get a fucking gun. You know what I mean? So there, there, I don't think that. Plus, we're spaced out. Like, there's what? At tops, maybe five and a half million? Yeah. yeah. And we're, we're, we're only half the landmass of the UK. So we have a fair bit of fucking space. Like, there's lads in, I guarantee you, there's lads in Leitrim that haven't even heard about this yet. Do you know? This news, <laughs> this news hasn't gotten to them. You know, so yeah, but to be to be fair, they're they're, they're just dealing with fucking Albert Reynolds having to step away. Like, so yeah. I mean, that's the news. That's the news they're getting this evening. It'd be great to go through all this, wouldn't it? And 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 just wake up and and not and be oblivious to it all. But did you see fucking Jared Leto, the lunatic? He was on some silent fucking retreat or something in the middle of the desert for twelve days, oh, and then he, he comes out yeah. and they're like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the most Jared Leto thing I've ever heard in my life. He, he goes into the desert for this silent retreat. Twelve days, him and some other yeah, weirdos not talking. And then he comes out, and they're like, "So while you were gone, uh, there's a global pandemic. Uh, thousands of people are dying. Millions of people are infected. And um, you know, you you might want to. Anybody coughs in your direction, you won't be happy about it." He's like, "We went in twelve days ago, and like people were eating gummy bears and everything was fine. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's just bonkers." It's just bonkers. Yeah, that's bad, isn't it? I tell you. And then you've got Donald Trump, lads, who... Oh, yes. China. I'm slowly, I am slowly starting to love him. Just for the fucking sheer comedic oh, yeah, value yeah, of him. Yeah. I'm, I'm completely beyond caring about politics now. I just, I love the fact that he's like, no, it's the Chinese flu. And they're like, is that not racist? And he's like, how's a racist? It's a flu that came from China. Chinese flu. Like, it's just... <laughs> Fucking brilliant! Like a Chinese. The rate now is forty five percent. He's gonna walk that election. But listen, look. But Democrats have made a cunt of it. The ticks. He look. The man doesn't give a fuck because nothing will change for him, regardless, right? Mm. So he will say whatever he needs to say to make a few pounds, and he knows who his audience are. Like, do you remember when you were younger and you'd always meet somebody's racist racist granny? And it was just accepted because they were old and they were racist. And you're like, well, sure, look at that's the way you are. Like, he, he does strike me as an old racist old granny. You know what I mean? Just comes out with random shit and people go, ah, sure, look at that's granny. You know, with her arm face. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I, and it, it, when he came out with that Chinese thing, I don't, a childhood memory popped up in my head from years ago. I remember I was over at my mate's house. I can't know, like maybe we were 10 or 12 and we we're watching Dragon. Do you remember that? The Bruce Lee story? Yeah. And we're watching that and in walks his granny, stomps into the room and just walks in to walk through on the other side. She just stops mid, mid walk and goes, what are you watching them dirty old Japs for? And just wandered off. You're like, there's two things wrong with that. Three, dirty, bit mean. <laughs> They're not Japanese. And uh, that's seriously racist there, Granny. But did we say a word? Not a word, because that's just Granny. Do you know, so you just left her off. What What are you going to do? What are you going to do to change her mind? But that mad fucker knows who's voting for him. Like, he's just coming out with this random racial shit. Like, a bloke I know, he lives in, he lives in at, just outside Atlanta. And he, he's gotten big into guns. Just hobbyist um but he went to buy some bullets the other day because he was going to the range not a not just not a bullet not a fucking thing and this shop he sent me on a few snapchats this shop is the size of fucking b&q there was not a thing to be gotten there wasn't a fucking knife there wasn't a fucking toothpick it was not left in the shop so that place could fucking go up and fucking smoke in two seconds What's the story there? Why, why, like, we, we panic bought fucking toilet roll. They're panic buying guns. Yeah, yeah, quite literally. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. They're going to shoot the shit it's off their arse brain. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how you know you're some hard cunt. He doesn't even use, how rough is your toilet paper? I shoot the shit off my arse. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hippies who don't believe in the second amendment are there with their single ploy and fucking shit on their fingers because it keeps going through the toilet roll and then you have the lads in the MAGA hats fucking just loading up the gun and just shooting it off their ass yeah 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 have you been watching Tiger King lads no that's that's one for the book now at the end of the week I just I don't we, know what's Tiger King it's on Tiger Netflix. it's on Netflix it's about the lads it's yeah Danny do you remember Louis Theroux one uh, documentary years ago where he went to America to visit people who uh, were owners of wild exotic animals, I and he went yeah. he went to your man who owned the tigers, Joe Exotic. Right. And he has a, like a nineteen eighties professional wrestler mullet on him. Right. Um, well, this Tiger King, it's about three or four, maybe five, uh, uh, five people following five people who are owners of exotic uh, animals and they are wolves in the house sure, for folks sake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have a big rivalry and it's like it just it's just mad lads but the reason i bring it up is because uh there's such a rivalry with one of the one of the lads joe exotic against another a woman who owns a, a wild zoo and he went he got a helicopter and went over her private zoo and wanted to throw grenades into her zoo Wanted to throw grenades into her zoo. Yeah, he suggested like this. I'm only at the seven episodes. I'm just I finished episode three. The thing is that one of the lads finished it and he said every episode it just gets madder and madder. Just hang about on, their, personal, so, their, their personal stories as well. Like you wanted to throw <laughs> grenades into what part of America is this? Texas, is it? Um, I think where he wanted to throw the grenades, it could have been in Tampa. It's all mad like one 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 owner um was sentenced to hundred years in prison for 
drug dealing and then was given an early release after 12 years on appeal. Uh, one of them, your man Joe, married, uh, has two husbands and he married them at the same time. You know, they all, they, another guy um, sets up an apprenticeship program in his private zoo, but only hires 17 year old women to do it. So he's a bit of a groomer. Uh, it's it's just if you, mad. If you if if you said to me this was based in West Kerry, I'd, <laughs> I'd be all over it. What? It's in America. It's, Joe it's, it's, it's the shittest stripper name of all time, isn't it? It's just like I wouldn't. <laughs> although out of morbid curiosity, I'd go go on to fuck. I'd give you a tenner just to see your cock, just see what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Not even but interested. To be, honest, to be honest with you, though, I'd say him and Sticky Vicky do quite a routine together. <laughs> um, <laughs> You ever seen that one? Have you the videos of whenever there's a lads' holiday over to fucking wherever Fort Ventura or whatever, whatever your one is, and you're like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ, lads! How shit must the holiday be that you've resorted to going to that fucking thing? Like Benidorm, isn't desperate. it? Is it Benidorm, is it? I don't know. Yeah, some classy joint like that, Benidorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some classy place, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, man. Um, Tom, I noticed you didn't bat an eyelid at all when there was talk of grenades being lobbed around the place. You were just like, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Fuck me, class, wasn't it? Just a couple of them. Just, oh. I'm not saying to use them every day. I'm just saying, fuck it. You know. <laughs> need a, we need need a bit of firewood. Give us a grenade there, love. Yeah. Well, I, I used to tell it, to talk about a, 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 genuine, a genuine moment where I came home and I knew that I'd gone soft from living in Dublin when it shocked me to see my... I know. Like, you think I'm rough as fuck. You have no idea the kind of animals I grew up around who are still, like, make me look fucking quite literally cosmopolitan-like. Do you know what I mean? This is... But I watched my old man shoot down a tree one day. (laughs) And this is to quote the man, because the chainsaw shit the bed halfway through the job, Tom, and that tree wasn't going fucking beat me this Saturday morning, I can tell you. (laughs) <laughs> he put he put twenty four slugs into the thing, and these were these were proper fucking heavy duty deer dropping fucking slugs he put into it. Like uh, he brought down the tree, he brought it down. There wasn't much of the fucking tree left by the time he came down, but fuck it, he got it what? down that bad cunt. What was Grandad Tom like? Grandad Tom is oh, well, Grandad Tom's he's he's I was chatting him in the other day. He has no sure. He just kind of laughing about it, going, "I hope none of you cunts give it to me because I might check the pick up." He's ninety nine, like. And he's he's got I got my two and a half grand check to pick up next year, you cunts. So <laughs> stay the fuck away from me, basically. That but never had did you meet a harder man like just none of that shit fucking phases him. Like it's all just is it gonna cost me anything? Uh, no, grant. Come on. <laughs> you know, has, has he got his wits and all? He's he's oh, he's yeah. excellent. Oh no no, hundred percent. Like yeah no, he's hundred percent. It's just. Energy is the only, and it kills him when he. He's like, he, I was there with him only a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, he couldn't remember from something from 1952 or something. He's like, ah, jeez, and then I fucked the way the mind had gone. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? I can't remember what I had for breakfast. You mad cunt. And he's like, oh, 1952, and it was it was a really specific thing, like the size of a spanner or something. You're going, what? What? I don't even know what type of car I drive, and I only just got out of it. What? <laughs> No, but the only thing that the only thing that fucking runs down on him is is the the energy. That's the fucker. Up until about four o'clock in the day, he's a hundred miles an hour. But then after that, he's like, "Fuck." And, and yeah, yeah. The pictures you the pictures you put up with Tom, uh, Grandad Tom, 
on the social media. Like he still gets in the in the suit and all. Oh yeah, well that's standard practice. But he like he was a mechanical and it was always a shirt and tie. But still, yeah, no, that's every day, every day it would be shirt and tie. And even, even when he was farming, even when he was farming, he just you'd he'd have the shirt and tie on because you'd never know. That was his fucking thing. You'd never know. <laughs> you'd never know what. You just never know. Well, his thing was, you'd never know when you'd need to get fucking money out of a fucker. You never want to turn up looking like an actor, basically, is what his idea was. Turn up in a suit, some fucker's going to shit the bed then. Do you know? Yeah. Then you don't have to go you to the boot. It's, uh, it's a lot easier to dress down in a hurry than it is to dress up in a hurry. There you go. The yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, uh, you, can, you, can, you can take an old toy off and look casual, but you can't stick a toy on if you're wearing a fucking V-neck and shorts. Like, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. You know? But uh, actually, I when I worked yeah. in the building, all the old school fellas was all shirt and tie, all shirt and tie every day. Mm-hmm. But they were, but you knew their work was impeccable. Like you know what I mean? These and these fuckers, they dotted all their eyes and crossed all their t's. These fuckers went through, you like the kind of shit we're going through right now. That's why it doesn't take a tack of notice on the fucking grandfather. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like he was only a hair's breadth away from black and tans chasing him out of the house. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. He was. Well, like th- th- those boys have to actually work for the fucking knowledge as well, though. I mean, like I've I've been to fucking college, but I can tell you now, lads, I wouldn't have got through college if I didn't have internet. I wouldn't be fucking silly or fucking looking shit up properly through fucking the Encyclopedia Britannica and all the shit they had to do back in the day and actually learning it. I'm like, pff, Google will tell me that, and I'll yeah. remember it for the two weeks that I have to know it. But I mean, you ask me to fucking tell you anything my degree is about, and I would be fucked. Whereas you're saying there, like he's sweating over not being able to remember something from 1952. You ask me what you're about. I'm like, learned a lot about Greece and Rome back in the day. That's about it, man. Couldn't fucking tell you half the shit. Like, it's not real knowledge. Them boyos had real fucking knowledge. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, but they didn't waste time with stuff. Everything was, and he still doesn't. He doesn't. <clears throat> he like this fella doesn't talk around the situation to hopefully get the answer out of you, or maybe you could negotiate. He is because he he never has had time on his side in his head. He's like, so we could all die tomorrow of the hunger of something. You know what I mean? <laughs> they have been that generation have been prepped for this moment. Ironically, they're they're old and they're vulnerable, but their mindset yeah. has been prepped. I, I I never forget the day. I remember the father telling me about this, but I'll never forget the day I saw it in action as an adult, as a child I never saw it before. But there was a there was do you know those kitchen maids that Kenwood make? Yeah. You know they. They do a bit of everything. Owl ones have them. You can have them for 20 fucking years. They last forever. Well, the bushings were gone and the motor and this. Fucking things are about 500 quid to get a new one. So in, I, the grandfather says, we'll bring it in. I know a man inside in the town. We'll bring it in to him. He'll put fucking new bits in it. Brought it in. And there was a cranky old bitch working inside the counter. And she wouldn't look up from the desk. And our grandfather walks in with me. And of course, I've been my, you know, fucking whatever I was maybe 25, 26 at the time, was being polite. Hello, madam, how are you? Uh, would it be possible to drop this in? It'd be great to get it turned around before the weekend, you know? And she wouldn't even look up. She's like, yeah, he's flat out at, out the back there. He, uh, yeah, he won't be able to look at the thing for three weeks. And what um, the mistake I had made was I asked for the situation to be sorted. And then I, I went to back away when it wasn't. None of this registered with the grandfather. And none of it. That whole moment didn't register. All he said was, I'll be back in tomorrow for that. (laughs) There was something in his face that that woman saw that she recognized that went, 
right, this goes to the top of the list. <laughs> he didn't say rude. He didn't say <laughs> it in a psycho voice, but he's, there was something in his face that told that woman, I will fucking murder to stay alive. Are you joking me? I, you know, <laughs> are you fucking joking me? We need this tomorrow. See you tomorrow. And that was it. Walked out. Anyway, and he just kind of tapped me on the shoulder like, I'll be there tomorrow, yeah. Good man. And it was. Fucking was. And such a, it was a minuscule moment in time when I learned we are a bag of pussies. The lot of us. We're all tip-tapping. We all think we're special. These people are ready for fucking... You know what I mean? They know about wars and shit. And they know it about in the literal sense. They know about being fucking hungry in the literal sense. Do you know what I mean? We don't. We've had fucking grub at our fingertips all our lives. You know what I mean? So, and it's never been a worry. Like these kind of things. Don't. This is this, this the exact reason why Captain America is the best Avenger. It's the exact reason. Because uh, an old fella. Exactly. Yeah. You're. Yeah. Jesus, that's a valid point you make. Yeah. He's as old mm. as fuck. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not. He's not fucking about with all this fucking technology or magic hammers and all that he's just like fuck off I'll run and I'll hit somebody that's all that's needed here boys yeah that's it. yeah yeah that's a fucking point good fucking tie in there well done how many grandkids does Tom have uh fuck not loads like three kids he maybe 12 but he's got a co- he's got a good few great grandchildren now they live long they live long my, on that side of the family. They do. But it's mad. Like, his father lived till about 90-odd. But his... My grandmother, who only passed away a couple of years ago, she was 95. Her mother lived till 104. Jesus. That area, they live very long around that area. They do. Whatever's whatever's in it. I don't know. It's, again, they don't, they don't fuck around with the inconsequential. You know, that, you know you see those signs, don't sweat the small stuff. That's how they live their lives. I swear to God, if my grandfather has eaten more than five different meals in his whole life, that's... <laughs> but it's because, why would you bother if you don't have to? And you're like, oh, I've had a point. Yeah, I mean, there's... Do you know, so as far as prepping goes and canned foods, grand job. Bring it on to fuck is what Granddad Tom is thinking. Grand, so long as it's the same five shit I've been eating my whole life, never took a multivitamin, doesn't wear glasses, still got his teeth. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You know, these people are going, I need I need some me time. I need to meditate. And you're like, are you fucking cotton me? You just need to stop being a cunt. How's that? And just fucking put, put on your big man trousers and get on with the fucking job, basically. And that's what, you can t- that's what you can take from that man. And he was able to beat me at sprinting in his 70s. And I was county under 14 champion. And he could beat me in an uphill sprint in his 70s. So, you're, no. you know, you're talking about protein shakes and pre-workouts and guys got to get those workouts in to keep your mind in the right place you're like huh imagine being in a field for 19 days just trying to fucking break a rock (laughs) and you don't have you can't check in you can't see how your mates are doing you have one fucking job for like three fucking weeks and there is no respite and we're all (laughs) ourselves because fucking netflix is after might slow down oh god this is it Sure. I mean, look, Merrow fell off the internet there for a few minutes, and we were like, ah, the fuck, what are we going to do? Oh, Man, we're spoiled. Raging. We're spoiled. Danny, Danny, I noticed Danny told me, Tom, on you curse a hell of a lot. Yeah, well, of course, I'm a lot a bad in general. I'm but, very bad in Tom. Stuff. I am yeah, yeah, Tom, Tom brings it out in me all right now. Yeah. 
Tom's I'm the fair, Canadian. Fair, I know he is, yeah. <laughs> I once comedian, I'm, always comedian, Danny. Thank you, <laughs> Tom. Thank you, Tom. I'm not quite sure what you were trying to get at there, Graham. <laughs> yeah. No, I was only trying to wind you up, pedal. Hey. <laughs> I wish I could see you. I wish I could see your face. Oh, dude, it was one of utter. I can't believe. Like it was hurt. He was hit with a wet cloth there across the face. Right? Yeah. F- fifth best friend now, Graham. Thank you. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh, man. Tom, I'd normally ask you what have you got coming up, man, but uh, <laughs> like the rest Jesus of us. Christ, fucking, why don't you just rub salt into around. my cock altogether? Holy shit. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I just told you how my fucking world, my fucking world, world crushed around me in one hour and how I had to go for a long walk in the fucking woods. Yeah. And you just went, here, let's bring it up again, Tom. Well, I'm, what are you doing on the weekend, Tom? By granddad's Yeah, I'm inspired by granddad's Tom philosophy of just fucking. No, say it as it is. Tom, Tom you're fucked like right. the rest of us. How are you treating? How's that treating you? You know, you're, you're 100% right. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Tom, and put on your fucking big boy trousers, basically, and stop it. Tom, when, Tom, when do you think it'll be over? Um, well, we won't, have, we won't have a cure for, I'd say, a good year, year and a half. So, I mean, realistically, we won't be out of the fucking darkness, but people will grow impatient, though. That's the only thing, that like, people will grow impatient. We've, yeah, that's one thing that has shortened over fucking, over the, over the decades, is we have what what we're not even in a full lockdown here, and people are already going out of their tits, like you know what I mean. So I don't. I mean, I would imagine if they can corner it, if they can corner the cotton thing, I would say by July. But we should be at some coming out in some way of normality. But they had they didn't have a formulated 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 plan for this. They just didn't, you know. But we've learned off the others. Now I don't know how. China are saying that, Dad, we got rid of it. Lads, you're fucking fooling no one. You know what I mean? Come on, like You don't even have fucking Google. You have Schmoogle or whatever it is you fucking invented over there. You can't. <laughs> don't be pissing on my fucking leg and tell me it's raining. Would you go away, boys? You can hide a hundred million dead people. You have a fucking billion. Jesus Christ. And you have the whole of Mongolia to fill up the fucking graves. What are you talking about, lads? But I hopefully... Hopefully we will have a fucking handle on this and we'll have come up with a plan and stuff. But it'll cut out a lot of fucking handshaking and fucking hugging, which I'm, I'm happy enough about the hugging side of things. I was never comfortable with that shit anyway. Like, but it'll cut out a lot of that fucking scutter. <laughs> but it, things will have to get back on fucking track because what the fuck else are we going to do? Because it, 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 it can't stay like this. It just fucking can't. But unless, I would imagine like a, a lot of diseases, they, they don't find the absolute cure, but what they'll have is something that can fucking get you over to get you through it. Because it's not like AIDS that's going to be with you forever. If you mm. can get over the fucking hump, they can get you around the other side, like, you know. So it, hopefully they'll have developed something that can fucking get people around the fucking corner. But yeah. who fucking knows? I mean, you're asking a fellow who tells dick jokes for a fucking living. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think to, as much as I love Tom. I don't think he's going to be up alongside Tony Hoolahan and dressing the nation anytime soon on this. Like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, although it'd be great. It would be great to see. Yeah. Uh, no, I've I've very smart family members and whatnot who are in the medical profession, and they feel that it'll be it'll be late summer, mid to late summer before a proper handle will be on it, and everybody's head will be in the game. Really? Yeah. The way I was looking at it, just following journalists and and the information, I was thinking, like, 
like we'd be able to go back to some sort of normality in the middle of May or something. I suppose, like as I, like it, it depends on what level you accept as being fucking normal again. Like, but we will be standing two meters apart and in certain places. I don't know how pubs are going to fare. I don't know how. That's the major thing. How public things are going to fare. Um, I don't know because how you got, you can't be fucking testing people as they're walking in. So I would imagine it'll be the midsummer before they they can actually get a proper handle on how they can fucking detect mm. it. Who the fuck's got it? You know, got a fucking bit of a sniffle on them there shoot the cunt what do you do like you know what i mean do you you know like so i would think to get a fucking a proper go of it because we won't they haven't grounded all planes yet like they haven't ground they haven't you know as soon as only when we do that unfortunately and it's it makes it sound like some sort of mad right-wing thing okay close the borders it but the reality is like mm. only fucking way to do it and we are it's mad though isn't it because you would think you would think uh, as me I said it to Danny me and Danny were saying at the time when when they called off the Ireland Italy match it made no sense that the Italian fans were still travelling and we were me and Danny were kind of going over WhatsApp we were kind of going we're an island this we should be able to prevent this like yeah turning back in the air like yeah 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 and there, and there's no saying and I'm, look I'm not I'm not pointing fingers but there's no saying in July you know, when, when we're looking back on this or whenever we're looking back on this, there's no there's no there's no saying oh in hindsight we would have done that this, that and the other. We knew this was coming, like do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but I suppose probably you not didn't understand the severity of it, you know what I mean? Like so and also but I suppose prepare prepare for it though. Oh yeah, but sure, that's that's what the preppers are always pushing and we all laugh at them. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's rainy day funds too. Everything comes down to money, basically. Everything comes down to money. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I mean? As soon as we all crib about the government not doing this, that, and the other with funds, like, and you're going, what the fuck? You have fucking pandemic prep money. Yeah, I come on to fuck. Give that to the fucking local GA. Will you? Come on, you know. Yeah. There'll be nobody except that money. So there's times, I suppose, where you have to go. Oh fuck! Right, we're caught rotten here. Like you know, um. Would any, who would do who would do better in that situation? Would any of us do better? As, you know, I'm not back fucking bigging up any politicians or anything, but what the fuck would any of us do in that situation? Other than just and you got to play ball too. You go, I'm shutting fucking everything down. You go, hold on to fuck. You're gonna a lot of people are gonna be out of work if you shut down all the ports, all the fucking airlines, mm. everything. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's a psychology, obviously, too, um, to the whole shutdown and lockdown and. And, and there's probably a, a phase to it and all, but when you think of it just in in a, in a, in a d- dumb term, I suppose, what lack of a better term, but you're kind of going, right, everyone, the world knew about this in December, you know, Ireland, you're on an island, make preps, even for the, the PPE gear, like nurses yeah. and, and doctors and all have been going on Twitter, pleading with businesses to try and get them PPE gear, like, we were told on Friday in a press conference that there's plenty of PPE gear. Like, it's just yeah. fucking mad. It's just mad to me. It's mad. See, I think I think as well, though, there's an element like, like you're right in the December piece, but I think there's, there's a small element to like, it'll never happen to us syndrome. I mean, because yeah, yeah, yeah. in, 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 in truth, until it fucking hit Italy, it was only when it hit Italy that everybody kind of started to go, oh, oh, fuck, hang on a second now. Hang on, Italy, I've been there. You know, you're no longer talking yeah. about a place you can't pronounce. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then, and then suddenly, like, and the other side, I mean, I've, I, I mean, I don't know how many schools go on fucking skiing trips, but 
once that direct link was there, that's when people really started to go, oh shit, the, oh, the, oh, the, this, the, is, this is real. Like the first day, uh, the first do like hugging and kissing. The first Irish cases, your man was on the right, husband and wife, was on the radio, uh, was on News Talk on, what day is it? He was on News Talk on Monday, and he, his wife is in day 18 of isolation in the hospital, and he's just over it. But he said he was gobsmacked that when he returned to Dublin Airport that there was nothing about it. Do you know what I mean? So, like Danny said, and I, in full agreement, it's that ignorance of uh, until it happens here, it's not going to happen. But when it happened in Italy, I'm still like the like Ireland rugby match cancelled, and I remember tweeting saying, uh, "Cancel the match, but why aren't we cancelling the flights from Italy?" And someone said, "Oh, yeah, it can't spread when it can only spread if it's side by side in in the in the in, in the Aviva Stadium." So yeah. that's why they're being let into town. I was like, that makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, like, it's ridiculous. Uh, and the, the fact case, my, point more... there, my point there is that the, uh, uh, Ireland's first case came from Italy, from a skiing resort. So yeah. when you when the government knew and they were li- liaising with other governments, they knew it was from Italy. Why the fuck did they let flights from Italy? And if they were going to let flights from Italy come in, put them in quarantine for two weeks. I yeah. suppose, but you'd be guaranteed there's a good fucking reason behind it and it'll come down to money. I guarantee yeah, you. Yeah. We're it's probably always money. It's always money. Gar- and, and we can argue it all day, but I guarantee if they laid it out in paper and went, look, we can tell you because you're smart, but if we told the whole country, all these cunts would be going around fucking licking windows shouting at us. Do you know? So there's certain things you do have. You know yourself, you can't be fucking... We probably have a great trade, trade agreement in fucking cattle. You know, something big like that with Italy. Do you know, there's probably a fucking... And they go, you're going to shut all our, our planes. You're going to shut that fucking planes. We never buy a cow again. You're like, fuck. He's going to buy fucking a billion quid's worth of cows every year. You know, there'll be is something it, like that. Is, like, is it in Pakistan as well, Tom, was it? It is, yeah, yeah, Danny. It is, yeah. <laughs> Tom, I wonder what Gordon Rochford thinks of it. I was on to him last night. I was on to him last night. He'd, uh, oh, sure, stop. Stop. That man is up to 150 miles an hour at the minute. Like, he's, <laughs> he's, he was fucking... He was talking about seven other people at the time. Like, you know, it's just, this is, every man was licking his lips, like, going, this is just fucking glorious. Like, it's um, the lizards, was it? The lizards that made it happen. But to be fair, no, in fairness to Tal Gordo, he's kind of stepped away from a lot of the fucking mad shit. A lot of the stuff he does is, is it's, it's to the fucking core. He just puts a funny twist on it. Like, but he, there's times too, like, we see an awful lot of his, his listeners and a lot, an awful lot of his, his content, I suppose, it's American based. So there's yeah. times like where he's actually asked me about things, Irish based, Irish based politics, Irish based fucking industry and, and stuff like that, that he because there's a lot more there's a lot more meat in the pudding when it comes to content for a conspiracy when you're talking about America mostly. So he's kind of overlooked yeah. Ireland the last couple of years. And he was saying, I need to get my head back around Ireland again. I said, of course you do. It's little America. Like, do you know what I mean? We are little America. Like we're the gateway to Europe from America. And we we kind of run ourselves like we're fucking amazing. Do you know, so you do kind of need to fucking get a get a grasp on what we're up to here because we we're talking about foot and mouth. Because he was going, "Fuck, will will we run out of food?" I said, "We won't run out of food. There's still spuds coming, gonna come out of the ground. There's still like the old man works for a, a beef uh, fucking company, and they're killing more fucking cows than a stag weekend in Vietnam. I swear to God, boys, it's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> it's unreal. <laughs> 
We'll be leaving on that note, Danny. Oh, <laughs> I fucking tell you. That's, I like that. I'll be robbing that frequently, Tom. Thanks, man. You can have that one. Yeah, you can have that one. <laughs> um, let's, let's hope things do go back to... I, I, I don't think... I don't think the normal we had will be the normal we go back to. But let, let's hope we go back fucking somewhere close anyway, because uh, as I said, we're not cut out. We're just not cut out for a prolonged fucking situation like this at all. Like, um, And plus, the show in September that I might want to go and see, Tom. Oh, yes. Caveman. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah. Jesus, the fucking segues out of this lad. Holy fuck. But, uh, yeah, so it, we have it booked in in the Liberty Hall Theatre on the Keys, um, beside the SIP2 building. We have it booked in for the first three weekends of September. So it'll be, yeah, tickets will be going on sale probably midsummer in the hope that we've gotten a fucking handle back on this situation. But there's, you know, there's no point in putting tickets on sale now. But we have the place booked out for the first three weekends, Fridays and Saturdays. So I expect really? to see you two cunts in the front row. Love it. Heckling. Oh, yeah. What I expect you, you backstage. None of this front row. I expect you backstage. Yeah, yeah green room. <laughs> green room for the bodies. <laughs> um, Tom, as always, man, it's been um, not just a pleasure, but an enlightening experience. So yes. uh, I feel as though every, every, every time we talk, I feel as though I, I come away from the conversation more enlightened about the world. And today's is that there should be more weapons, more people who just say, way and fuck off and uh, we should definitely be throwing grenades into people's back gardens yeah well um, if, if, if there's a phrase from the from from granddad Tom put on your big boy trousers and fuck up basically <laughs> there we go I wanted to end it on granddad Tom and there you go there you go boys good stuff good stuff Tom O'Mahony it has been a pleasure as always my friend Graham and Daniel gorgeous bastards <laughs> <laughs> thanks Tom Good luck. There you are, lads. Not much of me and Mero. A lot of Tom. That's what you want. In and out. We're just trying to stay safe and avoid the fucking virus. And we never call him Bear. No, true. We don't. But he, he, he is a bear of a human being. And he is a bear. Uh, if, ever you, if ever you meet him, don't try and hug him because he'll rip you apart. Absolutely. Well, that was good anyway. I always enjoy listening to Tom. He makes me laugh. Yeah, check him out on Twitter, Tom O'Mahony Comedy. He's, he's a good man. And check out Caveman when it comes to theatres later this year. Hopefully, provided the old uh, virus uh, is, is under control and all that. Um, but that's it, lads. Short and sweet this time. And uh, we'll be back soon enough for another episode. Uh, we don't know what way the world will look, so you know, we're playing it by ear. But uh, stay safe out there and uh, maintain the old physical distance and whatnot and look after one another. And wash Mero. your hands. And wash your hands exactly yeah wash your hands when you leave the gaff when you come back wash the hands wash the hands wash the hands wash the hands 20 seconds wash your hands that's it and we'll talk to you again clear eyes full hearts can't lose wash your hands wash your hands wash your hands, wash your hands.